Welcome everyone back to the Wellness Breakdown with me, Eve Kalinic, And me, Rose Ferguson. This is the podcast where we examine and test out the latest health trends and find out if they actually work. We have so many people coming into our practice or at various events asking us about the latest health trends and fads. So we thought we'd put our money where our mouth is and take on some of these challenges and report back to you guys. This time we are working on a drum roll (laughs) Christmas special episode where we basically just take the two extremes of Christmas. Is it possible to enjoy Christmas without going all out or abstaining altogether? So welcome to the Wellness Breakdown Christmas special. Can I just say how much I love Christmas? Rose is like Santa in a model-esque fashion is what I best describe because you absolutely bloody love Christmas, don't you? I love it. I really love it. And it's really unhelpful in my marriage because my husband does not. I just love it. And actually this year I've come to decide that it's not actually Christmas Day that I love. It's the build-up. Everyone's in good Mm. moods. Everybody's excited. I love the Christmas lights going up. I like the music. Um, You know, and Christmas Day itself is whatever. But the actual lead up to it I just think everyone's in such jolly moods it's great I love it yeah yeah I know what you mean kind (laughs) of I think it's like everything I don't know I think you're right it's definitely about more of the anticipation not necessarily the big day but it's nice to kind of like get together with friends and family and obviously this year is I think for a lot of people going to be quite a significant Christmas isn't it after last year so even me who's bordering more towards like Jake's feelings about this (laughs) I still feel a teeny bit more festive. I know it's true it's a big year this year isn't it because normally Christmas is a big time for hanging out with your family and that didn't happen last year so I think there's I think there's going to be quite a lot of tears this year and a lot of laughter too. Yeah no that is true so yeah this year there will be lots to catch up on and celebrate and more than ever this Christmas probably will be eating drinking and being more merry than usual but can we do it without necessarily like having that January dread? I mean, I was sort of like forced into like not going to some of the parties yet, although I'm hoping that I will still get to a few Christmas parties because I actually ended up getting COVID worse luck. Yeah. A lot of our clients might be a bit nervous or anxious, Rose, about plans or advice that we've given them consistently and they've been really good and consistent over the year and they might be just a, like, a little bit anxious or worried about, you know, if they have that sausage roll or scotch egg or whatever that they're going to completely undo everything they've done over the year and we both know that that's not the case but we're going to give some advice to the listeners aren't we to kind of help to navigate that part of it too so people don't feel so anxious yeah and I just definitely think if if all you can remember is 80 20 just think 80 20 80 percent you know keep on doing what you're doing and 20 percent have jingle bells on them you know it's it's, isn't it I think that's the way to be and given what's happening in the moment with covid and colds and all of the other bugs that we you know normally find around this time of year we're going to arm you with some simple ideas to also help with your immunity because that's the thing isn't it you don't want to get to Christmas day and then feeling unwell because that can happen can't it with all the build-up so we're going to have some advice for that too so as well as lots of practical advice there will of course be a challenge Eve what have you got lined up for me Rose I would like you to 
take four nights in terms of your Christmas celebrations and parties. And mm-hmm. on two of them, I want you to go absolutely ballistic, like do all of it. So drink all the cocktails, eat all the canaps, <laughs> anything that's offered to you, getting up singing. I want you to like record the lot, basically. And then on the other two nights, I want you to be a bit more, well, no, let's just say very mindful. So not drinking, maybe thinking a a bit about what you're choosing to eat. I don't need to be like ridiculously like strict, but just, you know, being mindful about what you're doing. And I want you to record how you feel during all four of those evenings out and the next day. So we get a good comparison about the nights that you've gone all out and the ones where you've been a bit more mindful. Okay. Wow, you love making me drink, don't you, Eve? I've noticed <laughs> this. This, <laughs> this isn't the first time you've asked me to go out boozy. <laughs> There's a theme. <laughs> There's definitely a theme. It is, however, the first time you've asked me not to drink, so we should look at the balance that's in there. Okay, I suppose it's funny, isn't it? Because being asked to go out drinking... I'm like, yes, okay, that sounds fun. But then I worry about the hangover. And being asked to go out not drinking, I'm like, okay, I'll be great the next day. But it sounds a little bit restricted for the evening. So I'll be interested to see how I fare. Because it's all very well saying, I'm going to not drink tonight. But then when you're there and everybody's giddy, it's quite hard to say no sometimes. So let's see how I do. I can't believe you've dumped me with both of these. I'm so sorry. (laughs) And to be clear, listeners, I would normally be doing this. And actually the intention was, but then I got hit with COVID. So my party shoes are not quite on yet. But no, I'm hoping that you're going to enjoy aspects of it and that you are going to maybe just, yeah, get a bit of insight into how you feel around it all. Oh, you know what? I've just realised I do have a friend's, uh, a really big birthday party, actually. Yeah. Um, And I am going to be designated driver. And that is going to be a huge challenge because that is a really big night. It's my friend's 60th. That's a really, really big night. So, okay, so I will divvy them up into abstinence and not. And um, I will come back to you with recordings and diary entries for those events. I can't wait to hear them, (laughs) actually. I have just ordered a virgin mojito, feeling very um, pleased with myself. I'm at a girls' Christmas dinner tonight, and which could be very challenging, um, as you can imagine. But I, you know what? I'm, I am in a place tonight where they do do really good mocktails. So I started with a virgin uh, mojito, and I've told them to hold back on the sugar because that's the other thing that drives me crazy. Because this isn't just about alcohol. It's also about trying to look after ourselves food-wise, you know, on these nights of care. Yes, so I've started with that. And I actually feel really jolly. There is a huge pressure that's released when you don't feel like you've got to go crazy. Also, the atmosphere at these things, it really does make you just feel jolly anyway. And so it's just a very different thought process, isn't it, from the going all out when you go out for a Christmas party or anything. Okay, I'm feeling oh so very, very slightly smug today. I'm up. I don't feel hungover. It's funny, though, because you do get that contact high you know so I do still feel like I've had a good time out but I'm feeling ever so slightly smug because I'm just going out for a nice walk with the dogs and normally I would be not doing this (laughs) it's Saturday night I'm very excited I have some very good friends down from town staying and we're going to one of my favorite pubs near here and the food is delicious as are the drinks and I am not driving tonight I do feel really festive we're well into December 
And so I'm feeling great and I can't wait. I'm very excited. Well, I am having a very lovely time. Thank you very much. I was going to say I was on martini number two, but I've just been reminded it's martini number three. Um, I like a vodka martini with a twist. Sometimes I like it dirty, but tonight I'm having a twist. And I've had some oysters and I'm having a lovely time. Okay, so now it's Sunday and I definitely have Sunday vibes. Not too bad. I then ended up, I didn't say last night, but I had a steak. <laughs> they had delicious veg, Brussels, um, hispy cabbage. So I did still have my veg. And then I had a creme brulee. Today, I just feel, you know, you just don't sleep very well. I just don't sleep very well when I drink loads. A bit dehydrated, you know, you wake up a bit also from the sugar and things. But I had a really nice time. And so I woke up after having a really delicious dinner and a really nice laugh with my friends. So not feeling too bad really. So I had a friend's 60th and I did a night of abstinence which was quite tiring. All my crazy mates who I love dearly I drove a few of them there it literally felt like I was 16 again we had banging the house music on it was so funny it was really really good fun and then of course they all sprang off into the night once I'd settled into it, it was really nice. And I tell you what, I drove home. And as you, most people know, I don't live in London. So I drove home and woke up feeling fine and great. I think that feeling of just being so glad that you're not hungover makes you feel positively high as a kite anyway. So, yeah, so all in all, I was relieved. I did struggle when I first got there. But apart from that, I suppose I didn't get that huge release that you get when you have a big nighter. <laughs> I'm off to a party tonight. I'm feeling quite giddy. I'm very excited. I've got my heels on. I am running late as per usual. It's a proper Christmas party my friend's having and I know that it's going to be a lot of fun. definitely didn't get away with that one. I feel very dehydrated, quite tired. I didn't sleep very much. Well, I did, but I kept waking up because I was so dehydrated. I drank, well, everything. I had shots. I drank champagne. I drank a bit of vodka tonic, I think. I did nothing that I say to do, so no water, no vitamin C. <laughs> I will most definitely be having a duvet day today. But I can honestly say that I couldn't do this too often before Christmas, I must say. But I had a really nice time. <laughs> oh, so that sounds like that was a fantastic <laughs> night out, Rose. But I did have to slightly, I don't know, I was worried about you after the <laughs> night after kind of the, oh. oh. So tell me, I know I got away lightly with this, but honestly, I wish I was at that party with you. So tell me, how did it go? Well, I did feel very sorry for myself the next day. I'm not very good with hangovers. It's not so much that I feel ill you know I feel a bit low yeah. and so that's why I'm not a very big fan of hangovers I burn like a bright white light short but for half the time and then I'm like well you definitely went out on a high <laughs> let's put it like you know also you've got a really good singing voice Rose oh my god take you after God. some tequila <sighs> oh, 
to it was after everything Eve you said say yes yeah. to everything I said yes yeah, to everything definitely do you know what it was really fun it was a really really fun night the next day I did feel terrible you know people ask us for hangover advice all the time and I'm very good I say you know you know avocado and an egg is great good fats help you to balance your blood sugars you know have some nice sourdough what did I want I wanted a bacon sandwich and a can of coca-cola I was so hungover I was like please (laughs) the only thing that is going to quench this thirst which we both know that doesn't actually but um so do you know I did have because we don't have coca-cola in the house I had sparkling water with some lime but I did have a bacon sandwich yeah I mean there's protein in that and good carbs so there you go exactly but how did you feel in terms of like, because there was one big night that you mentioned before that you knew that you were going to and you were going to be the designated driver. Did that change the way that you were feeling in the night or anything like that because you knew you weren't going to drink? Well, it's funny, isn't it? Because I got really giddy. I get giddy if I'm going out. But I can overdo it a bit quick. I can peak too early. Right. Whereas when I was going out to my friend's birthday and I was designated driver... It was a much calmer, it was slightly less looking forward to it because I was, I knew that I was going to have to be mm-hmm. restrained. But actually, when we were driving, we picked up some friends, we had some old house tunes on in the car, and it felt like we were 18 years old driving around London with banging house music. It was actually <laughs> quite great. And then when we got to the party, do you know what? It was really nice. The pressure was off drinking, so I wasn't feeling mm-hmm. like I've got to get to the bar or, you know, yeah. or get to that sort of tipsy stage it was seeing loads of people who we haven't Mm. seen for a long long time yeah and the energy was just great the atmosphere was amazing and I actually felt more relaxed because I wasn't worried about getting smashed really you know and I could have conversations with people and remember them. And remember them. Because I, I get the, um, what's it, amnesia. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. <laughs> you just don't... Well, it depends on what I've been drinking. Weirdly, <laughs> like tequila, I feel very clear-headed to a point. And oh. then it just all goes, but wine, I've just, it, I just, I can't remember a lot of what I've said the night before, <laughs> which may be a good thing. Yeah, I think wine, as you get older, seems to cause all sorts of issues. I wonder what oh, the yeah. metabolites are in it. That... Yeah. So blame the sulfites, not the alcohol. Of course, yeah. It was funny because my other half, poor Jake, I was like, right, you've got two hours because I'm not going to last as long as I probably would if I was out on the lash. Yeah. So he sped drank for a good two hours and he was definitely not sober when I took him home. Right. The other thing is because I don't live in London, it was really nice to get all the way home, proper home. Oh, um, yeah, into your own bed. Into my own bed. Yeah wake up and I felt great and yeah. I was on you do get a high just from being out and then the next day you feel elated because you're not hung over and you've had a lovely time out and you've seen people definitely definitely felt great from not drinking it is that like the fear isn't it the next day that you get sometimes from drinking too much it's just like it's not pleasant at all but no. yeah I can imagine that that was just getting the contact high yeah. do you know what I mean from being around people and stuff like that and being out and having loud music and it's just the energy I guess isn't it it's energetics so what do you typically go for because a lot of people would probably be thinking on a night out where you're not drinking I think you had a mocktail actually at one place but you asked them not to put like a load of 
sugar sugar in it so what do you normally go for Rose? i had sparkling water with some lime i think i might have had a lemon in there too <laughs> oh push the boat out oh, Rose. I know. but you know what actually it's quite a good tactic sparkling water because you know some people they get a bit weird when you're not drinking i know like i've got friends like that and it's like why 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 and it's almost becomes like more important than the evening i'm like oh my god you know honestly maybe i just don't feel like drinking tonight but actually you can kind of like but not fudge it because it's like you shouldn't need to like lie to your mates yeah. but you can sort of say oh yeah and it's a vodka and tonic or something like that can't you and yeah I don't know bubbles yeah I make know. it feel and like a slice it's of lemon in there yeah, yeah exactly. actually because I was driving I didn't get that question because when anybody asked me but people do get very strange if you choose not to drink it they for can night. there's a lot of peer yeah. pressure yeah, yeah even at our age there's still a lot of peer pressure at my age no, I, th- I think so. But I think maybe in the younger generation, there's not so yeah. much of a like an alcohol drinking culture. But I've got friends of mine that have decided for whatever reason that they want to go sober. And it, like for some of our other friends, they find that quite challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, having a, something like that, sometimes it can be a nice, it's an yeah. easy way to just avoid the conversation, isn't it? If you want to go out. All right. So sparkling water was the kind of the main drink of choice for in a way. Night. The other sober night when I went for dinner, um, it was a girl's dinner. Yeah. It was really, it was actually really nice, but I had a virgin mojito, I think, not too much sugar. But also the other thing that's quite good was kombucha. Yeah, kombucha If someone's got kombucha, that's quite a good alcohol-free version to have. But otherwise, yeah, there are lots of places that do do really amazing cocktails, but I just think you have to be careful with the sugar because, wow. I do think it's got better, don't you think? Like, generally, I think the options around non-alcoholic options are a lot more widely available and I have to tell you like I've done some things in the past for like editorial reasons where I've tried lots of different non-alcoholic alternatives because a lot of clients want something that's nice a bit special yeah but not necessarily like you said like all the kind of sugary or juices or or soft drinks and there are some really great ones like I would definitely recommend that people try something called naughty it's um like a non-alcoholic prosecco well actually no sorry she'll correct me now champagne (laughs) she's actually studied at the cordon bleu so she knows a lot about wine i think she's bringing out a red wine that i haven't Mm. tried yet a non-alcoholic one and i wouldn't just recommend this because honestly i love wine and rose knows i love a glass of wine yes she has been with covid i mean it's actually like put me off red wine now there's (gasps) there's a side effect (laughs) i know i definitely don't want that side effect to continue rose but this is actually really good like it actually tastes legitimately like a glass of champagne and I know that that's quite a nice one for people, like yeah. particularly if they're entertaining or, you know, and they've got guests that are not drinking or they don't want to drink or whatever. Quite a lot of alcohol-free gins. There's yeah. quite a lot of those and they work quite well. I mean, there's Seedlip, which was the original one. Yeah. I do think kombucha is a brilliant thing. It's good for your gut. Mm-hmm. It's sort of... Give, champagne it's sort for of the gut, Rose, isn't it? Champagne for the gut, yeah, exactly. exactly. So, yeah. But i tell you which is a really good one is the clean tea. Actually, I'm going to get it for you and you can try it. It's tequila. But honestly, it's really good. It doesn't have any sugar in it. This is my small cupboard. Right. It's not um, tequila, but but try it. And you mix it with, like, a tonic or something. Yeah, that is quite good. It's got enough of a flavour, like yeah. tequila. It's got a big aftertaste. What does it taste like? Yeah, it's quite nice. There is actually um, a cocktail recipe that I've done that's on my website, and it's a Paloma using that and actually to be honest it's really it's actually really nice great delicious i've done one with patron on mine (laughs) 
<laughs> so what have you learned then, Rose, in terms of the challenge? What did you find that you got from it? That I like martini still. That stands. Mm, I like I love martinis. a martini. Right, what did I learn on a serious note? Hitting the middle ground is not a bad place to be. Going out and having a blowout at Christmas is also not unthinkable. You know, yeah. it was really good fun. And actually, maybe if you've got time off work and you've got the time to lie on the sofa and have a duvet day, then why not? I think the problem for me comes when I see people and clients who are exhausted mm-hmm. and then are hitting it hard every single day and, you know, just going for it. And they're actually making themselves unwell. Yeah, and I don't, I mean, honestly, who does like to be recurrently hungover for like two yeah. weeks? I mean, really, honestly, even, you know, the best of us, the best of times, we don't want to necessarily be feeling like shit every day. No. So what I've got from your diary is that, you managed to have a really good time without the alcohol yeah because you knew that there were also going to be nights that you could let your hair down as well so it's like you never were feeling like so restricted to the point where you weren't able to like enjoy the nights out but then you also had the nights where you could feel like actually you know what it's I can get enough high of being with my friends listening to really like great music that invokes a lot of memories and I also think as well like you know talking about now where things are with non-alcoholic, like we talked about, we just trying this clean tea, tequila, you know, just saying that on the days that you're not drinking, don't feel like you've just got to be like, oh, I'm just going to have like some sorry, like plain water. You can actually like make some really nice cocktails and actually like enjoy something nice mm. that's not got alcohol in it as well. So, I mean, I also yeah. think it's funny, isn't it? We live in this world where if you're eating healthily, you're on a diet and if you're yeah. not going out drinking, you're on a health kick. I mean, it is really good fun. I would love going out, having knees up. But yeah. I also love my daytime. I love my morning. I love like going yeah. out, having a run. And I don't care if that sounds really square. I think you can get a lot of joy from yeah. that lower intensity. Totally. And I think people have to stop judging that as something totally. that is just like, oh, you're being a health, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so if you want to go out for a night and have fun seeing your friends, but not blow the next day, then go and like you say, drink some non-alcoholic stuff and just have a nice time. Yeah, exactly. You don't need to like sabotage yourself completely, do you? And I think that's the important thing that I've definitely learned from your diary. And also I do like my mornings as well, like you do. And I don't, and then sometimes it is, you know, it's fine to get up and have the bacon sandwich and whatever. Of course it is. And Christmas is about that, but you know, we don't want to get to Christmas and feel really terrible. So one of the other things when I was doing these challenges, I was thinking about food You know, I was trying to be more careful on the abstaining nights. Only one of the nights was a dinner and I had steak. I know. I was like, oh, my God, I could kill for a steak. Literally (laughs) at home nursing my bloody coffee. And I was like, what I would do now for really good steak and a glass of red wine. But no, it sounded amazing. So dinner was really nice. You know, when you're being fed in someone else's house or a party, it can become awkward to not be that person who's got dietary requirements, but Mm -hmm. to stick to a plan. So this is where I would urge people to be flexible and give yourselves a break. You do usually have a choice. So the other thing that, like I say, when we say, oh, I'm eating healthily, people say, oh, you're on a diet. So, Mm -hmm. you know, unless you choose the, the most unhealthy thing, people go, oh, she's eating, you know. But you do have choices, so there are always healthier options. So yeah. just try and make good choices, I suppose. But just be a bit gentle on yourself, you know, and, and let yourself off the hook. I yeah. think, you know, sorry, just to bang on, but actually stress is the biggest issues for retaining weight and fluids and stuff mm. like that. So just relax and 
breathe and have a nice time <laughs> yeah and also if you are drinking you definitely need something in your gut because that's not great either. <laughs> yeah. but you know the point is, is I think you know a lot of people might be following like you said like a plan or something like that and then they think that literally having one meal with a bit of carbohydrate in it if they're on like a keto diet is going to throw everything out the window and you know at the end of the day it's not our bodies are much more complicated than that and definitely you know having a few meals and enjoying yourself and letting your hair down is much much better really for consistency with your diet than just thinking that you've really got to restrict yourself because ultimately you know you will fall off the wagon because we all do and actually you're not going to undo a year's worth of making some really good healthy choices by having a few meals that actually are not exactly in inverted commas perfect because what is perfect anyway and well also we you know we always say that variety is really good for the microbiome so having food that you don't usually have will offer the microbiome something else your gut bacteria that is as long as it's just not like mince pies yeah as long as it's not like highly processed (laughs) and the other thing i think is really key is that christmas day what we eat on christmas day for the majority of us is simply a roast and with a roast comes loads and loads of vegetables so you just pile up the veg I think more at Christmas it's more about the amount we eat rather than well apart from the chocolates and chocolate biscuits cakes but it is the amount we eat we say we we suddenly like eat three times the amount we normally would you Mm -hmm. know like I look at my plate on Christmas day I used to look at it and go what the hell you know we don't need to suddenly eat four times the size it's gone Mm. up one size already three to four times the size we don't need to eat so much more you know so that's something to bear in mind the amount you eat Mm. I mean, I don't you think, though, that it is that pendulum existence of, yeah. like, restrict, 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 right, I'm going to go mental now yeah. over Christmas and then go restrict, 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 restrict. If you keep restricting, then you are invariably going to swing the other yeah. way. So if you allow a few things across the whole span of Christmas to be, like, or even the year, actually, to be honest, um, to be part of your normal healthy diet, as in the odd night out where you have the desserts and things like that, then you're probably less likely to want to just go absolutely crazy over Christmas, don't you think? Yeah, I do. I agree. Christmas can be really triggering for a lot of people, Mm. um, particularly given the last couple of years. And like, I don't know, but I think generally it is a time where we might be more mindful about people that we've lost christmas is a highly charged time anyway yeah um, and throw in all these other factors and it could be an emotional time but i suppose you know things like just taking time out would be something that i would recommend to people you know getting outside every day is a really good way to sort of just recharge the batteries try and get good sleep i know that's not always easy if you're going to stay at your parents house or a friend's house Mm. you might not be in your usual surroundings but try and get some good sleep read a book take time out i suppose is what i'm saying take time out of the family because it's intense yeah you know and depending on your situation like christmas can feel quite lonely i think for some people as well and also we are thrown together even though we might love them to pieces with family that we're not normally in that intense environment for quite a significant period of time. So you can, all of us can revert, even at much older when we're around our parents, we can like <laughs> revert to these behaviours that are quite almost like when we were kids. So I think it's just about being also aware of that. You do need to take a bit of time out. And actually that's the whole tradition of the Christmas Day walk, which is quite nice actually. 
I just have a bit of thoughtful time, I suppose. And it's funny, isn't it? Around Christmas, like, we use these tools all year round, like going to our yoga class or going for a run or going to the gym or doing these things that all year round. And it's, like, funny at Christmas. It's like all of that seems to go out the window. Well, then, of course, if your coping mechanisms are not there, you're going to be much more predisposed to having a massive blowout row with somebody because you just haven't been able to, like, have that... Yeah. external things so I think again it's just like don't necessarily forget all those things that actually help you mentally all year round yeah because it's Christmas you know yeah it's true take care of your mental health the best you can so the other thing I think Rose which I mean a lot of people particularly busy mums like yourself who have been rushing around in the whole lead up to Christmas and then they end up on Christmas day basically being flat out on their back because they're just so stressed and unwell so a lot of people around this time of year because it's winter but also with all the like craziness around Christmas will be feeling poorly or unwell I mean like I'm succumb to the dreaded covid Mm. so i guess there's a lot of people that are going to be listening to this thinking oh you know what can i do to help support my immune system what can i do to help get myself back on track from a health perspective so what are your some of your immune tips that you suggest to clients well i think slow and steady like just generally keeping up with a bit of immune support throughout the time so you know things like lemon and ginger people do that when they're sick yeah have a lemon and ginger every morning a bit of ginger is really good for you add garlic to your food garlic is nature's antibiotic have it with everything yeah um things like rosemary which are very seasonal for this time of year are brilliant 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 herbs i also think for chesty coughs i use it all the time with my kids i mean they're a bit big now but they still do it i don't they just don't need me to stand over them with the towel but you know putting rosemary in a hot bowl a steaming bowl that you can inhale is amazing for that i mean it's antibacterial there's a supplement by a brand called quicksilver which is a brand i really like which is an immune boosting one it's Mm -hmm. got some vitamin c zinc vitamin d i think in it okay you know things like being a bit active are really good for the immune system they Mm -hmm. get the immune going you know as we say stress is a big factor you know at this time of year so just get some sleep because if you're run down that's when that's when bugs can get hold of you because what i was going to say is getting a cold is not the end of the world it's good for your immune system in the long run so don't be afraid of it but make sure you're in the best shape possible to deal with it when it comes Yeah, that whole kind of mentality of powering through. Actually, if nothing else, the best thing you can do for your immune system is rest, exactly. And you're right, I think the thing about going out and doing all the partying, it's not necessarily so much the food or the alcohol, it's the fact that it does really disrupt your sleep. Yeah. And if you don't get enough sleep, you are going to be feeling the colds and the flus and the COVIDs much more. So Mm. rest up. I think if you're sick, then I would look to a tincture or vitamin c mm-hmm. i take quite a high dose of vitamin c while i'm ill yeah or oh, zinc is really useful for that too yeah i think i was loading up on the zinc with covid because there's actually quite a lot of studies behind zinc and probiotics helping to reduce not just the severity but the length of symptoms related to covid but actually you could say that's true for any virus or you know cold flu whatever so yeah i was taking zinc and probiotics to kind of get my immune system back on track but yes steaming oh my god 
like doesn't cost a thing but I have to tell you I think that was game changing to be honest in terms of like helping to like with the cough and congestion and all of that stuff but yeah like some of nature's best things like you say like garlic is amazing even making it into like a vinegar with horseradish in it yeah horseradish is quite warming and things like that or mustard and all these things that like we just have in the cupboard really yeah. um I mean I have to say I love vitamin c I think it's the unfussiest most common is you know if you get a yeah. good quality vitamin c liposomal is quite Lipos- a good oh, one oh yeah altrian's quite good isn't so the little sachets and stuff but you know eat in your vitamin c yeah. chili pepper really high in vitamin c also warming again when you're thinking to alleviate congestion berries are great i, I yeah. tell you i was craving blue i must have been like inhaling blueberries i'm yeah. not sure what was in them but you know all of those foods that green leafies green leafies get all of those in there and things like manuka honey you know honey's great yeah I'm mixing that into your hot water and lemon so when you talk about a probiotic which probiotics do you like do you think you need to spend a lot of money on a probiotic no I don't think you need to spend a lot of money on a probiotic but I would suggest that people do their research and they buy one that's got independent clinical trials I mean there's a few brands that you and I both really like like Simprove who sponsored the first season there's another brand called Charla which yeah. is really great and they're in handy sachets so if you're traveling handy sachets <laughs> so you can just drop them in because again I think it's a lot of it's to do with how you feel that you're going to take a probiotic in a better way. I know yeah. you've used things like Renew Life, right, in the past. Renew Life, yeah. So whatever works best for you, but you know, it's just important to make sure that you just check that they've got independent clinical trials. Oh, and that they have got more than a billion CFUs in it because you will lose some along the way. So for people that don't know, CFUs basically mean the amount of sort of bacterial colonies that are in the probiotic supplement. So your microbiome, your, you know, your bacterial colony loves, it thrives on different foods. But if you take a probiotic, basically, I, I describe it like a tourist. It comes in, it looks around, it helps your own bacterial colony thrive and then it passes through and moves on. Would you agree with that? Yeah, sometimes it depends on the probiotic supplement and everybody's gut, doesn't yeah. it, Rose? So, you know, some people take the same pro. That's why if your mate says, oh, this probiotic worked for me, it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you because you've got a totally different microbiome. So you've actually got to try a few ones to see which one works mm. best for you because some of them will have more of a colonizing effect, which means that when you take the probiotic, the bacteria will stay in the gut, whereas some, like you say, they're like the tourists, so they're yeah. like transition through but the thing about it is is a probiotic is also not a gut health panacea so whilst you know we do use probiotics in our clinic there's no point taking a probiotic if you're not then eating plenty of vegetables plenty of whole food you need to feed the microbes in your gut and they need fiber so you need vegetables fruits whole grains nuts and seeds as many of different ones as you can try and get in some fermented food so like christmas food isn't necessarily all bad of course if you're just going to eat just chocolate and like the beige buffet okay fine (laughs) but if you are going to have some of the brussels sprouts like you mentioned and some of the nuts and seeds i mean even the more fancy ones you know the pecan honey roasted pecans (laughs) i bloody love those you know and all of those honey roasted nuts and stuff you know there is some genuinely some fiber in there just because it's Christmas, it doesn't mean to say that every single Christmas food, turkey is full of things like tryptophan and yeah, good, which is good mood food. I think yeah. I always think it always makes me laugh that the turkey is one of the best sources of something called tryptophan, which is what helps us to make 
good mood. So 5-HTP, yeah. which is a supplement lots of people know, is tryptophan. Yeah. <laughs> and turkey comes along at Christmas to keep us sane. Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. It, it boosts that serotonin level. Yeah. But what a probiotic can be really useful for, particularly over Christmas, is where we don't have so much choice over foods. And we are going to be in, so maybe mm. more of the ultra-processed foods than we would other times of the year. So just to caveat some of that extra bloating farting and all that sexy (laughs) stuff that happens you know it can be a bit of a in your toolkit yeah for helping you survive the christmas period but also again food wise cheese there you go there's a christmas food (laughs) that everybody loves that's true nuts and cheese they're all good yeah they're not fermented i know you're nuts but But cheese like especially the stinky ones like getting out the cheese board at the end of your christmas dinner you're going to be taking in trillions of probiotics there and i think people really underestimate that so all hail the cheese board so thanks everyone for listening to our special christmas episode (laughs) jingle jingle bells (laughs) of the wellness breakdown and thanks rose for like i said carrying the martini glass for the both of us (laughs) i hope you guys we hope you guys have taken something from the challenge and the advice in helping to survive the christmas period we'd love to hear from you about how you got on this christmas and how we can help you take on january so drop us an email info at thewellnessbreakdown.co.uk and please don't forget to rate and review So we hope you guys have a lovely Christmas. And we shall see you next year. Woo! (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) 